Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Yes. Once again, I'll dedicate this uh, to my buddy Jeff. How you doing, Jeff? Hope you're listening. Uh, it's Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, and also Don, my buddy Don, the commercial airline pilot and also dog trainer. Um, I don't know what else the guy does, but anyway, uh, good to be with you on this uh, Thursday talking about, and look, this this show's kind of like, actually, this was a Tim Wenger idea, and it actually worked. No, no this is <laughs> this is a Tim idea, and um, I, I like it. I've done it before, but quite frankly, I, I look at this as public service radio and hopefully educational radio, and if, you know what, if it stops a few people from hitting a deer, and damage to your car or, God forbid, damage to a human being, uh, then I will consider this time well spent. Just a couple of things I just want to mention real quick um, in light of uh, what the caller said about the health situation. Okay, First of all, I'm as strong as an ox. Okay, Make no mistake. Um, I really, I mean, trust me, I am. Uh, That's number one. Number two, um, if you have a heart attack or a stroke, do not be surprised if you develop symptoms of post-traumatic stress. It would be unusual if you did not. And frankly, one of the big issues I have is I don't think the doctors do enough to tell heart and stroke patients that, you know what, you might have survived and your heart might be fine, but you got to look out for emotional issues like depression. And uh, I'm not ashamed to say that for quite some time after the heart attack, I would wake up every morning and cry. Um, and I, I, why would I apologize for that? It just, it was, uh, again, you know, coming that close to checking out, of course you're going to be a little bit messed up over it. I don't mean like psychotically messed up. I mean, you know, depressed, depressed, not, not suicidal, but just bummed out. You know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about, right? I mean, you just survived. Why would you kill yourself? So that's number one. Uh, number two, you have to be your own advocate. And with all respect to, to my many doctor friends who listen to this show, n- your doctor does not know your body as well as you know your body. Now, I have some great doctors, and uh, a CT scan showed a kidney stone. Uh, further x-ray said the kidney stone was out. And I said, no, it's not out. I can feel it. It's right here. So they sent me for another CT scan, and exactly where I pointed to is exactly where the stone was. And it's uh, four centimeters, three centimeters, I forget, uh, but it's hung up in the ureter, um, which is the tube that carries, well, 
you can look that up if you're so inclined. But uh, anyway, yeah, so they're going to go in with a fishing hook. and <laughs> wouldn't surprise me at this point. Uh, but anyway, they're going to take care of it uh, that way. So uh, anyway, uh, I'll come back singing like Beverly, Beverly Sills. Um, ooh, there's a contemporary reference. Okay, let's move on. Uh, WBEN, 803-0930. Have you hit a deer? Where did you hit your deer? And what close encounters have you had with wildlife? How many out there have seen a bobcat? Now, Dan, who called in before, I know Dan. Dan is like one of the finest human beings I've ever met in my life, which is my cue for Dan to kill all of the wild morning glory on my property. Uh, But Dan has seen a bobcat. I mean, if it's out there, Dan has seen it. I'm surprised he's not seen Bigfoot um, because Bigfoot does not exist. If Bigfoot existed, there would be roadkill Bigfoot. There has never been one. Uh, here's Mike in uh, Hamburg on WBEN, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. You're on. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yes, how are you? Uh, I got a porcupine story. We've seen, I've been going to Allegheny State Park since I was a kid, and we've seen several porcupines up there. <laughs> yeah, I drive around the park in the evening as it's getting dark. You'll see them walking around, and they're not real fast. And what we have done several times and when I had the kids with me, I'd get out if we seen one cross the road and you run after it, they're real slow, and you throw a shirt or a towel over it. And it waddles and wiggles and it gets out from underneath it and it waddles away and you pick up the shirt or the towel and you got hundreds of its quills oh. stuck into your shirt or into your towel. But why wreck a perfectly good towel with porcupine quills if you don't have to? Well, because it's neat. The kids could take them in for show and tell, you know, at they they were just amazed by it. They mm. and they come out real easy. And from what I understand, they grow back right away. Uh, so it's not yeah, doing I'm, no I'm damage. Not... It's not. So uh, you have you only seen one porcupine, or are you a serial porcupine oh, no, quilt no. taker? Well, no, we've just seen several of them. I've been going to Allegheny State Park since I was probably five, six years old with my parents, and wow. you drive around in the evening looking for deer or looking for whatever. And you'd see porcupines, you'd see skunks, raccoons, you know, whatever. And But then when I turned 17, 18, and we were up there with friends, that's when we seen them going real slow, and we heard that they come out real easy. Like if a dog walks up to it and mm-hmm. goes to sniff it, all the porcupine's got to do is back up and touch it, and his quills release. They come out super easy. Um, so it was just something that, that we did, and... No, I mean that's that's very interesting. I mean, as I've said, that's on my that's on my uh, bucket list of things. I want to see two things in life. I want to see number one, I want to see a porcupine in the wild. I'm not going to get close to it uh, in order to get stuck because my luck will go right into my eyes and they will be destroyed again. Um, the other thing is, I want to be a rhythm guitar player in a Bob Dylan tribute band, but only Bob Dylan from 1963 to 1980, okay? The songs Dylan doesn't do live anymore for the most part, uh, but I don't think a Bob Dylan tribute band would be that marketable. Uh, but anyway, uh, thank you very much. Is that it? Uh, yeah, like I said, when we were brought up, we were told that they shoot their quills. My parents always told us, oh, make sure you keep the window up if you kind of by the side of the road, that they shoot their quills. They don't shoot them. They release them. They release them. They Something's got to touch them for them to release them. Huh. Well, I guess there's a big difference between shooting and releasing when it comes to porcupines, of course. Well, if you ever maybe want to see one, go to Allegheny for the weekend or go drive around up there. And I haven't been there in probably five or six years, but... A lot of my, times we've seen them just driving around the park. 
my dear love, um, the closest I will ever come to camping is the Marriott. <laughs> I thank you very much for the call. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. I just have this thing about running water and all that kind of stuff. Um, well, there's showers there you could use. Yeah. Okay. 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. I'm not exactly Grizzly Adams, okay? Uh, here is um, Mike in uh, Clarence. Mike, have you hit deer? Where have you hit deer? Or have you had a close encounter with wildlife? Has anybody out there other than Dan seen a bobcat? You're on. Hello. How you doing? Uh, no, uh, I didn't hit a deer. The deer demolished my vehicle. No way. Yes. Uh, Unbelievable story, and we, wife and I, lived lived to talk about it. Uh, coming on the 79 North uh, through uh, West Virginia, uh, three three hundred, according to the uh, officer, three hundred three hundred fifty pound doe comes right across the front of the car, full speed. I get a glimpse, then my airbag goes off. My wife gets a bigger glimpse. It was albino in color. Oh. Uh, pulled over, was able to pull over with Starlink. Um, West Virginia State Trooper comes to my side of the vehicle. You all right, sir? Your car's demolished. This is a, fortunately a, a 2022 Subaru Outback. Uh, oh my goodness! Those are our lives. You know, the Those Subaru are... Outback gets the highest safe, the highest safety rating that they can give. You're absolutely right. It's That's a fine. very it's a very safe automobile as far as automobiles go. Um, for the trooper to just automatically know that your car was demolished, and of all the deer you hit, you hit the albino deer, the one in a thousand deer. He hit me. I didn't hit him. The front you know, end of the car was total. I, I I couldn't believe after I had to the next day unload the car after we uh, went to a hospital. Um, I will tell you that um, my friend MJ. Uh, she was actually hit by a deer. She did not hit the deer. She was, no, she was, she was getting off uh, at William Street, and a deer uh, off the throughway, and a deer literally ran into the side of her car. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? And dented the car. Are you still there? Hello. Can you hear me. Yeah, well, now I can. Yes. Okay. Yeah. The. Uh... Very unfortunate, like I said. Uh, but my daughter, Victoria, wanted to know, when I called her and told her the situation from the emergency room hospital, uh, she wanted to know how the deer was. And I'm sure you had to break the bad news to her. You had to make the uh, death notification. You got it. But it was all full of blood. And trooper and a tow truck driver searched for the deer, but I can't believe the deer lived through it. It really, really no. smacked us good. So uh, I, I, very I can't, unique story. I, I mean, and let's let's put it this way: nature being nature, I'm sure the predators in the area smelled the blood in the air and uh, moved in for an easy meal. Um, unfortunately, Probably so. I mean, yeah, animals animals aren't known for their uh, humanity. Oddly enough, um, you know, you mentioned the emergency room. How come you guys went to the ER? Well, um, it was really the hospital. I shouldn't say that. It's a very small hospital in Weston, West Virginia, and uh, oh. I was uh, that was a unique experience. Also. Uh, very few nurses. Uh, nurse gave my wife a challenging time. Uh, the doctor doctor comes in. Uh, a guy by the name of Doug Fairbanks. No, 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 no name, no name, no name. Oh, okay, he's not from. Okay, well, no plug. But anyways, character with a uh, cowboy hat on with a long plume coming out of it, cowboy boots, and uh, he tells me, "Gee, the, the nurse is right. There's nowhere to stay around here." But uh, 
My wife's staying up the road in a nice resort. She'll come pick you up and take you there. So, oh, how nice. What a great guy. Uh, just, you know, nice human being. But his wife took us to uh, the uh, Jed Stonewall Jazz Stonewall Resort, and uh, I think it's in Roanoke. So, uh, wow. Well, Stonewall, it was either a gay bar named after Confederate General. Um, you got it. <laughs> uh, well, th- look up the Stonewall riots, and you'll understand what I'm talking about. That was not exactly. some slur. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, um, that is a very interesting story. I'm glad that you got such a great and awesome doctor. I'm sorry the nurse yeah. gave you a hard time, and this is pre-COVID, and I thank you very right. much. Uh, thank you. Absolutely, man. Uh, talk to you. 803-0930. Uh, who's going to be next? Bruce uh, is going to be next in Tonawanda, uh, but we're going to continue taking your calls. Where did you hit your deer? Um, when did you hit your deer? Um, and here's the thing, guys. If you've been listening to the show since 2 o'clock, it's all over the place. All over the place. I mean, you literally have to have three or four eyes to track the deer. Um, you know, they've got Doppler radar. I think they should have deer radar in cars. Wouldn't that be awesome? Of course, it would also be triggered by human beings in, in an urban environment. It would probably drive you crazy, like the sensors on your car. You have a car where the sensors just beep, and then they don't stop beeping. Then you got to hit the button. Uh, back to the calls we go. Have you hit a deer? Where? What were the circumstances? What lessons do you pass on? That's, that's a, a part that I should really focus on. What lesson did you learn, and what did you pass on to your kids as a result? I've been telling my kids about deer uh, car collision since they were old enough to comprehend English, always saying, you never know when one of these stupid animals is going to jump out and you got to be ready. But if you can't avoid it, you hit the deer, you don't drive your car into a tree. Uh, let's get to uh, Bruce. Bruce, you're on WBEN. Welcome for your, and thank you for your patience. Yes, actually, I'm calling down here from the southern rear of the state. Uh, Dude, I'm I'm losing you, man. I, I need to I need to get you in an area of good uh, transmission. Okay, there uh, we go. That's good. So don't move. Just right stay there? completely still. Right. Yes. Yeah, we're down here in uh, Amish country, and I actually I've only hit one deer. I've been driving since 1974, but uh, down here in the Amish community, you know, there's the horse and the buggy. Um. Here a couple winters ago, I got a call from an Amish kid saying that uh, they, he needed to uh, go find his uh, horse and his buggy because the horse took off without him. Well, um, the horse made it down through the center of Kennedy and made a made its right hand turn going home, but it, he did it too too soon and he ended up on the expressway oh. I eighty six. And there he met, he was going uh, westbound in the eastbound lane, the horse was, with his driverless buggy, and uh, ended up head-on with a truck. And uh, so I had to go pick up the damaged buddy buggy, but uh, of course he was long gone and very oh. much dead, but... Well, we all look. We all love. I don't, is there anybody who doesn't love horses? I know some people eat horse meat. It's never quite frankly appealed to me. I have never had the desire to try it. Um, but what a horrible story! How did the kid take the news of his beloved steed's demise? I don't know. He probably just got another one. I I don't know if he actually that's what happened or something else went on. But it was a Sunday night. 
and uh, that's what he told me happened. He got out yeah. of the buggy, and the horse took off. So At least I'm pretty sure he wasn't reeking of alcohol. No, no, it was Sunday night. They've been, they stay out a little later than then. But. Uh, well, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that, man. I mean, that had to be the shock of a lifetime for a truck driver. I mean, if you're a truck yeah. driver, I'd imagine, okay, hitting a deer kind of comes with the territory. Hitting a horse, that's a new one. It, it would be like hitting a cow when cows periodically escape from their uh, uh, enclosures. Um, thank you very much. I appreciate the uh, appreciate the call. Or, or one of those big pigs, like the ones you see at the uh, Erie County uh, at the Erie County Fair. If you go there, and uh, yeah, I, well, I can't. Can you guys imagine hitting a horse? It's good thing. It, good thing it was a truck, because if it had been a normal sized car, might have had a different result, which would have been very interesting from a liability uh, point of view. Uh, anyway, it is. Uh, 526 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, if you're on hold, you may stay there. I'm going to continue this uh, because, honestly, the, the message that I want everybody to come away with uh, listening and calling the show, and by the way, where are my women? Are you going to tell me that women do not hit deer? Come on, ladies. Don't make me feel like all I do is attract men because I'm starting to get complex here. Um, I mean, maybe I should switch teams. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Hey, after last, year's, after last week's transit town ad, I mean, you never know. Uh, anyway, Tanner finds that extremely funny, as does everybody with whom I work. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> All right, this is a bumper music by request. Don't often do this, but every now and again. Uh, the group is, well, the song is Sausalito Summer Nights, and the group is Diesel. And I, I can't ever say the word Diesel uh, without thinking of uh, The Hangover. Um, Alan outside the house. It's a nice shirt. Is that a Diesel? I, I, I don't know. I'll get you one next time. Well, there's a Diesel store by the food court. Oh, my God. 
Those movies crack me up. All right, welcome. It's Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, this the show is actually uh, it, it's it's part public service and it's part entertainment. And the public service part is this is the time of the year, along with the summer, early spring, um, where deer are on the move, and you have a increased chance of hitting a deer. Now that being said, you can hit a deer anytime, anywhere, and. Again, what do you guys think about taking down all of the dancing deer signs and just at every throughway on-ramp, caution, high deer population area? Instead of, I mean, because when you you drive by a dancing deer sign, do you even pay attention? Because there are so many of them, you, you don't pay attention. So if you just limited, you can overwhelm people with communication. And that's something the state obviously doesn't get. Just have big signs when you get on the throughway that say, this throughway has a high population of deer in the area. Drive with caution. Now, I don't know if they're worried about liability issues or what, but what's the difference between that and the dancing deer signs? Nothing. Um, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Jim in uh, West Seneca, welcome, my love. You are on WBEN. Uh, hello, Tom. Uh, I'm a... Uh probably older than most of your callers, but I'm 75, but I grew up in the area. Uh, I went to school in Tonawanda, and uh, I remember uh, very seldom did we ever see a a deer. And at that time, much of the area was unpopulated. It was largely farm country in Tonawanda. uh, But there were thousands and thousands of pheasants, which which started disappearing in the 1970s because of chemical contamination that the farmers often use uh, uh, different chemicals that would right. kill the, and pesticides that would kill insects and, and they're very harmful to wildlife. But uh, I, I now drive a school bus and I drove in West Seneca, I drove in Chicktawaga, and currently I drive a lot in Buffalo and deer follow railroad property from the unpopulated areas east of the city going out to uh, probably East Aurora and uh, Corfu, Lancaster. Deer follow that property because it's largely uninhabited. And uh, many times I had to avoid deer in, in West Seneca crossing some of the major roadways in that area. And uh, your one caller did say that if you see a deer near the side of the road, honk your horn. It will often delay, stop the deer. Not always, but it will turn the deer around and it will teach that deer a lesson. But also, people should realize that October, November, December, that's the, the rutting season. That's when the bucks start breeding with the does and start chasing them. And at that time, they're almost... They're completely unwary. The buck has only got one thing on his mind, and he's yeah. going to chase that, chase that dog across well, the road. And, I know and, you're uh, 75, sir, but we've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> some, some of us haven't even outgrown that, but that's just me. Um, yeah. Yes, you know, that you, you, uh, you raise two excellent points. Number one, um, I'm too young 
I can't believe I'm saying that. Yay! I get to say this. You know, sir, I'm too young to remember the super hyperabundance of pheasants in the area, but um, there was a conservationist named Rachel Carson, and she wrote a book called Silent Spring, which brought the dangers of... Uh, chemical pesticides to the American public because Silent Spring basically refers to an absence, I'll I'll simplify it, an absence of songbirds called by the destruction of the eggs by chemicals uh, in the ground. So that's number one. Number two, you are absolutely right. When we were growing up, uh, I told you, my parents would take me to Allegheny State Park and say, Tom, look for deer, look for deer. I never saw a single deer in Allegheny State Park. Now, all I got to do is walk out my front door any night and I've got a gang of deer wearing leather jackets, smoking cigarettes, trying to sell crack. I mean, it's bad. <laughs> and I got their yes. little red hats on. Yes, and the deer, uh, there's a lot of deer. Uh, you wouldn't believe some of the areas of the city where I've seen deer off Fillmore Avenue. Oh, yeah. Uh, not far from Broadway and Clinton Street. And the, the deer, in fact, we several times we've had black bears wander in from southern New York State and they follow the tracks. Yes, they do. Right, right to the edge of the city. Yes, they do. You're, yeah. you're, absolute, you're absolutely right. And I have a theory about the deer in the city. I think the deer in the city came from that big field off the William Street exit of the New York State Thruway, and I think they migrated west because uh, there was a huge population of them at one point, and there still is. Uh, but, you, you know, you're right. I, I don't know who, tra- probably the DEC, I don't know how exactly they go about counting the deer population uh, in, let's say, the seven counties of western New York, but I'd love to know the differences uh, between 1965 and 2023 in terms of deer. It's rather amazing that with urban sprawl, we seem to have an increase in deer population, or is it because of urban sprawl that we simply notice what we didn't notice before because they're obscured by the camouflage woods? I don't know the well, answer to that. I, I, I live in Chittawaga, uh, but it's very close to West Seneca, and there's a cemetery, St. Matthew's Cemetery. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but uh, we, we, my wife and I go there quite often, and uh, we, we will count the deer. We, we we sometimes recognize deer from one year to the next. You, you, one had uh, white tips on its ears. Uh, we've got several of uh, what they call piebald. Piebald are not albinos, but they're they may have, they may be ninety uh, percent white. But they and a true albino has pink eyes and all white, no coloration. But we 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 see piebald deer in St. Matthew's Cemetery. In fact, uh, people were getting very upset for a period of time. They thought people were stealing the flowers off the graves of their relatives. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was the yeah, deer. Yeah, hey, I got news deer, for right? you. The, for this is the first time in a long time I actually got a chance to enjoy my sun, with sunrise, sunburst lilies. Because usually the deer, that's like the salad bar at the old pizza huts. Um, hey, can I, can I tell an age joke without you getting upset with me? Oh, you won't upset me. <laughs> okay, 75 years old, going to St. Matthew's, hardly pays to go home, does it? Oh! <laughs> I think, actually, I think Errol Flynn um, used that line to some guy at a cemetery once, and I think got into a fight over it. Um, oh, anyway, okay. don't, 
Uh, thank you for having a sense of humor. I appreciate that. My family is a little bit sick, um, and I try to carry that sickness on to the radio. Uh, I appreciate your call. You and your wife have a wonderful uh, weekend. The weather's going to be real nice. All right. You too, Tom. All right, man. Thank, thank you. you very much. Um, yeah, it was, it was one of the funny lines from Hollywood that just stuck with me all these years. Um, and hey, you know what? Uh, sometimes I have the same thought myself. Uh, let's go back to the calls. Oh, a woman, a woman. Uh, at least she identifies as a woman. Debbie in Middleport, you are on WBEN. Welcome to the show. Hi, Tom. How are you? Hello, my love. So I've hit four deer in the last 10 years. Four in 10 years. Uh, circumstances being? Um, the first one, I switched um, shifts with my boss. Whoa. And... Whoa. I'm sorry. I, I was unaware the artillery division was going by your place. Yeah, so I'm pulled over on the side of the road on the Tondo on the Crick here. Roger. <laughs> Roger that. And, um, yeah, it was a 55-mile-an-hour in Medina on 63, and I seen him on the side of the road. He was huge, and I said, please don't jump. Please don't jump, and he did. And he jumped right over my car. I hit him first. Oh. And the car behind me was right on my tail. I don't know how he didn't hit me because I braked. And he pulled over and see if I was all right. And all these people were pulling over to get the deer. And I felt terrible, terrible. When you say get the deer, uh, would you care to elaborate on that? Because you can't kill, you can't put a deer out of its misery on your own unless you are a duly sworn police officer. I did not go back to see that, but that's what he was telling me. The cars were pulling over to take whatever was left. I'm not sure. Oh, boy. All right, so that was just one incident, and there you had three other incidents involving deer. That one sounds pretty spooky. Okay, same ride, out to work near Batavia, taking the back roads. We had a meeting at work that morning. They were behind a big bush, hit two at the same time, actually went under my car, pushing my car towards the ditch. I seen his face right in my front view mirror window, and I couldn't believe what I was seeing, and oh. I killed them both, and I just pulled over and cried. I just cried. Oh. I, I, you know, I understand that. I kind of felt the same way when I hit the dog. I mean, it was very oh, disconcerting. Dear. No, it was many years ago, but it still, it still bothers me, even though literally there was nothing I could have done. Like I, I, I mentioned before, the one dog ran right in front of my car, and I said, wow, that's one lucky dog. And then the other one went right under my wheel. Like, oh, jeez. Oh, terrible, yeah. terrible. I know, I know. So, you know, if you've got four so far, one more, and you're going to be an ace. My car is a deer magnet. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's, do you think, and I don't know what you know about acoustics uh, or science or anything, but do you think that we'd be able to come up with something that humans wouldn't be distracted by and other wildlife would not pay attention to, but that would dissuade the deer from coming near highways? I absolutely wish I knew because I love the deer. Like I, I don't see any behind my house, but I sure see them on the road. <laughs> yeah, well, they're all over the place where I live. But uh, and the fourth one you hit was same road. Oh uh, no, transit road just after the drive-in. There's a dark oh. patch there with no lights, and the truck behind or in front of me suddenly swerved. I'm like, why is he doing that? It was five five thirty in the morning, and he swerved so fast. And next thing I know, I ran over a dead deer. Uh, all right, that doesn't count. You did not kill the deer. <laughs> no, you did not. Yeah, no, you you already, you know, you had a dead duck there. Uh, that doesn't count. You've only killed three. You, you got the hat trick, not the Tage so Thompson five-goal outburst. 
I got to work and I'm, I was sure my there was damage to my car and I had the guy I work with come out and check. He's like, nope, you just have all the fur from the deer on the front of your car. So. All righty then. Uh, thanks very much. I appreciate the uh, appreciate the call. Um, again, folks, deer, you gotta look out. You really need to look out. They're everywhere in Western New York. I mean, I look. We all are biased toward where we live, so most of my driving takes place, you know, where I where I live, Williamsville, Amherst. And I will just tell you, it's loaded with deer. And every road, day or night, every road, I my I'm like eagle eye focused on the road. Um, all right, let's go to uh, Mark in Angola. Mark, you're on WBEN. Hello. Hey, how you doing tonight, Tom? Uh, awesome, sir. Go right ahead. So I grew up in the town of Brant, and uh, it's a country place, you know. But last year, I hit a deer coming up to, I was on Route 5 coming up to Lake Shore Road just before Subway. <laughs> There's a daycare. I had a guy hanging on my right rear for about a mile, and he was tight. And I see these two come running out. I looked in front of me. I had two lanes of oncoming traffic, so there's no moving. I'm doing 50. So I'm pretty sure I didn't hit the brakes because I didn't have time. Well, the deer that I hit was the buck that was in front, small buck. And uh, the front shoulders went through the windshield, Not, not all the way. They collapsed the windshield. But a garbage can circle collapse and the hind quarters came around, hit the passenger side mirror, blew it through the passenger side window, hit me in the chest. If that thing would have hit me, you know, I thought about it later. If it would have hit me in the jaw, I may have been in a head on, you know, well, it, it was you, I mean, number one, you could have gotten knocked out. Number two, what happened to DeMar yeah, exactly. Hamlin could have happened to you if uh, the deer had hit your chest at just the right second in the heartbeat cycle. <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess you're right there. I didn't think of it that way. My friend, I and... am out of time. I, I wish I, I wish I had more time, but I do not. I appreciate your call. I apologize to those people to whom I could not get on hold. I really hate leaving you people, like, uh, disappointed. Please don't be angry with me. But uh, as you know, we have a lot of things going on here at News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, I want to thank Tanner Saunders for his always excellent job. Stand by. Tom Puckett is coming up with Buffalo's Evening News 6 until 7 on News Radio 930 WBEN. And tomorrow morning, Buffalo broadcast hall of famer susan rose and brian mazarowski with a new morning from five to nine bmaz and beamer from nine to ten medal of honor recipient david bellavia from ten until two and then i come and wreck the whole cycle of excellence from two to six every day on news radio 930 wben we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.